Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics, pop culture, and sports. And we are back doing sports. It is our week two NFL pick time. Joining me today is Craig Needles. How's it going, Craig? Good, good. And also uh, with us talking football every week is Bill Needles. How's it going, Bill? It is going well, sir. Thank you. All right. Much better week for you two guys. Uh, start of week two than it is for me. It's, uh... oh boy. <laughs> Sweet mother of God, that Monday night game. Uh, that was, um, we'll talk about that quickly. Uh, I, it's it's rare that the game that is the no effing way game starts out with a pick six in the first throw. Yeah, yeah. That's I, not I mean, typical, obviously. And uh, my brother, Jets fan, obviously, messages me right three seconds after Ouch. that and is just like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Another, another Jets quarterback down the tubes. One throw, right? <laughs> Apparently, Brett Favre threw a pick six in his first uh, uh NFL, NFL play, yeah, with Atlanta, yep. Yeah, which, you know, surprised no one when when people started tweeting that, I think. Uh, so, And it was such a Brett Favre-esque throw, too, where he's like, oh, I'll just throw this across my body, no reason, can't see defenders coming underneath. Yeah. The second he launched that, I'm like, honestly, I was like, well, that should be six for the Lions, right? <laughs> oh, God. And it was, but uh, unfortunately, that was the highlight of the night, and everything was down the tubes from there. Um, not so much for you guys. You guys had a pretty, pretty good week. Um, yeah, I felt very good about the week. Yeah. All right, so uh, we'll have uh, more to talk about as we go, but let's get right into it. And let's let's try, I mean, we, we won't go nuts, but let's try to have a, a hot take or an overreaction or whatever for, for each of these games. Let's, let's try to throw one in there. Uh, first up, Baltimore is heading to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. The Bengals are minus one right now. This actually opened up at Baltimore minus three, you guys. Uh, so I had a lot to say on the overreaction front of, of that, but obviously it has come back down to earth in this line. I still think it should be Cincy minus three. So if I'm if I'm gambling this, I'm I'm taking Cincinnati. I, it's a stay away for me because I don't like betting on the Thursday games. But uh, yeah, it, it would be Cincinnati for me. What do you think, Craig? Uh, Cincinnati for me as well. Uh, uh, my, can my overreaction be the Baltimore Ravens must be the best team in the history of the NFL? I mean, um, yeah, that, that would be it, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I don't think Baltimore is nearly as good as they looked because they're not, and no one is. Uh, I think the Bills might be as bad as they looked, but yeah, no, give me uh, give, give me the Bengals here. I think this line is moving for a reason. I will uh, I will take the Bengals and look the home team on Thursday. You know, if yeah, I think if you bet the home team on Thursday for all 60, like don't, don't count the first week, but all 16 weeks of the or remaining 16 weeks of the year, you bet the, the home team on Thursday, you will make money. You will make money. Yeah, that's one of the cardinal rules we have here. Uh, do you have anything to add to this game, Bill? No, that was exactly my logic, too. I mean, you're getting close to a pick on you take the home team uh, on a Thursday all day long. Uh, first game of the 1 o'clock slate, the Carolina Panthers are heading to Hotlanta. Hotlanta's on 10 days rest, so they got that going for them. Atlanta, minus 6. That is a little too high for me. Agreed. I, I, Carolina, I like Carolina, and I think they're going to be one of my five. What do you think, Bill? 
I, I think that is definitely too high. Atlanta did nothing last week to suggest that they're going to be able to come out and, and do that much damage against Carolina. This will at least be a close game, separated by field goal. Maybe they win, maybe they lose, but I'll take those points. I'm hammering the Falcons here. No Deion Jones, no Keanu Neal. Yeah, no, give me the Falcons. You want the Falcons uh, minus the six? All right. Oh no, sorry, sorry. Give me the, give me the, give me the uh, uh, Panthers. Excuse me. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No Deion Jones and no Keon O'Neal. Uh, I think Atlanta's going to have a real hard time stopping people the rest of the way. The, those guys are both really important to what they do. Uh, I cannot understand for the life of me why, why is this not Falcons minus three? Why is this not? Why is that not the line? It's so suspicious, right? Like I feel like because it, it looks so obvious to take the take the Panthers here, doesn't it? But then it it has all the makings of. You know, oh, Atlanta's up 14 nothing, and oh, Luke Keekley's out of the game, and Cam can't, you know, get, no one can get open and stuff, and you're just like, ah, shit, here we go. But, yeah, I just, I staring at it, I'm like, I can't, it's just unconscionable to me that Carolina is, is this big of a dog. And the hot take for this game, obviously, would be, well, the Falcons are who we thought they were, right? I mean, here, here we are. They, they, they start 2018 the exact same way they ended last season with, so many plays in the red zone that they they and they just can't punch it in and bad play calling uh, uh, going going for it on full, fourth down. Sarkeesian doesn't put Julio Jones in the in the in this like they go for it four plays in the red zone. Julio Jones is on the bench for three of those plays. Just a bunch of awful play calling and and yeah the Fa- the Falcons are who we thought they were. So that that would be the overreaction for this game for week one. But I I love Carolina. They're going to be one of my five guaranteed. Yeah, yeah I. Um... I'm definitely down with the Panthers here. This this line just make, makes no sense to me at all. Next up, the Los Angeles Chargers are heading to Buffalo. Um, I think I, I want to point something out. This isn't really. I'm not sure if this really falls into the category of a hot take or or an overreaction. Maybe overreaction. But um, you know how they have the Mendoza line in baseball. Yeah. From now on, should it not be the Peterman line as far as quarterback play? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, because he's that the Peterman, Peterman's the very, very bottom. Okay. I don't think we're going to be able to talk about or analyze something that is below the Peterman line. Because mm-hmm. like, so yeah, like I, I don't know, man. Like, like, like this, like Nathan Peterman, I think has to go into the Hall of Fame as the worst quarterback who has ever started a football game in the National <laughs> Football League. I, I don't think there's any other. Certainly, my it. time watching the league, he is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if anybody's been worse. I mean, like. Ian, even Ryan Leaf, who, who you know is notorious for for being Ryan Leaf, is uh, you know won his first two games as a starter. Um, the Chargers are minus seven. Holy hell, this is a stay away from me. They are the Bills are starting Josh Allen, which makes me a little more confident taking the points. But what the hell have the Chargers done for us to? make us think that they should be favored by seven on the road against anybody. I don't even care. Oh, I, I agree. Those. I think the Chargers' offense is good, but no Joey Bosa again this week in all likelihood. So I I think the Bills are going to go to my five here. You, We're getting more than a touchdown with a home team? Like, I know the Bills are bad. I just have a hard time turning that down. Uh, and that's fair, but the Bills got beat by 44 by a team way worse than L.A. Yeah, but you can't you can't overreact to week one though, Bill is the thing. But they, like, we're talking yeah. if they beat them by eight. I don't need mm-hmm. forty two. Yeah, the <laughs> need... that's true. The Ravens. <laughs> if, if if Bill's takeaway is that the Buffalo Bills are uh, are the worst team in the league, like yeah. I don't know if that's an overreaction it's to week true. one. It might not because be. We could we could we could we, we might have been able to say that a week ago, you know, and here we are. 
The Ravens did cover the over by themselves last game. Pretty good stuff. Um, <laughs> that, that said, I do like the under in this game. I think I'm more apt to take the under than the spread in this game. I know we don't talk over-unders, but it's 43 right now, and I kind of like the under in this game. Um, so you're you're laying the points with the Chargers if you have to bet, Bill? Yep. Okay. I just Get into it. Man, the, the home dog's getting a full touchdown. And, like, Josh Allen, who knows? It, it, it's just the Bills – it, it, it is impossible for them to get worse quarterback play at next game. Impossible. Uh, next up, pretty good game here. The Minnesota – we actually didn't have a line on this earlier in the day. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, your boys, Bill, uh, head to Green Bay. So it, it certainly gets easier for Aaron Rodgers and his uh, wonky Have we confirmed that Aaron Rodgers is playing? Yeah, Rodgers, Rodgers, I believe, is playing because we have a line. This line reflects Aaron Rodgers playing, that's for sure. Uh, Green Bay minus one. What, what say you, Bill? I mean, Minnesota all day long. Uh, I mean, some books are offering Vikings minus one, so the Vikings favored in Lambeau Field, which is not a regular occurrence. Very interesting. It's probably been a while, yeah. I would suspect that by the time it gets to this will be Packers minus one, Vikings minus one, or a pick. It'll be in that range somewhere by Sunday. Mm-hmm. Either I, way. These two teams, the way I mean, even last year, the way they they performed, I would take Minnesota to pick them all day long. Yeah, and here's the I, I, thing that I've got. I'm going to be worried about if I'm a Packer fan, is uh, sorry, go ahead. The Vi- the Vikings front seven is really good. Yeah. Uh, not that the Bears front seven isn't really good, but bad stuff happened to Aaron Rodgers on Sunday. Uh, certainly in the first half, at the very least. Uh, I, I would be worried about that here. And look. The Packers needed an Aaron Rodgers. The throw to Geronimo Allison on the first Packer touchdown. That was so he's sexy. He's the only man in the world that can make that throw. Mm-hmm. No one else on the planet makes that throw. Uh, and there's a lot of other stuff that Aaron Rodgers did in that second half, which was just nuts. Um, if the Packers are going to need that sort of thing to pull them out of the fire on a regular basis, they're probably not going to win that many games. And uh, again, you don't want to overreact too much, but does. If, if people thought Minnesota was the best team in the league going into the season, we saw nothing in week one that would make them think otherwise. The defense looked great. Harrison Smith was everywhere. Cousins looked great, and that was the Cousins, biggest question. Cousins looked good. The second best throw of the week might have been Cousins to Stephon Diggs in that touchdown. Gorgeous. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I uh, I honestly thought Harrison Smith I want Smith the Vikings was, here. I honestly thought, like, uh, Aaron Rodgers, heroics aside, I honestly thought Harrison Smith was wire-to-wire the best player who played the entire week one. I, I truly believe yeah, that. Yeah, I, I I think that when we get to Denver, we might be able to talk about a guy who had three sacks, two forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery that mm. had a pretty good week one. But yeah, uh, yeah, your 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 point is not an unreasonable one, which is Harrison Smith was mm. was one of the best players in the league last week for sure. And like the thing that scares me about this one is, yeah, the Bears got super conservative, and we will probably when we get to their game, we'll probably talk about how uh, Matt Nagy really blew that one. Um, all right, the, the thing that scares me about this one for Green Bay, I have it as a stay away for this game, but uh, the, the thing that scares me is that the reason Rodgers was able to do his it, what he did was in the second half they knew he was hurt, so they planned their protections around that, and the Bears really couldn't adjust to the protections, although they you know they tried and they got to him a couple of times, and, and if Kyle Fuller like squeezes that inner that that pass that Aaron Rodgers threw right into his chest for the game-winning interception, and he just dropped it. We're not talking about 
you know, how heroic Aaron Rodgers' yep, effort was, true. right? So, so you know, there's that. You know, you don't get anywhere without a little bit of luck. But Minnesota's going to know, and they're so fucking smart at scheming. Like, the way they the way they came out in the second half against Garoppolo was, was just... Yeah, I'd be the, the, I, the thing of I'd be a little bit worried about the viral Vikings fan was the second half offense didn't look great some of the time. But yeah. I think the Niners defense might just be pretty good. Uh, almost certainly better than Green Bay's. I mean, they're saying Aaron Rodgers has a sprain, has a sprained knee. Yeah, I, like you pulled that game against the Bears out of your ass. If I'm Green Bay, I'm thinking maybe sit this one out, Aaron. I know it's your home opener. I know. Well, actually, no, it's not the home opener because the the. They were at home last they week. They were at home last week. Yeah, so, here's here's why you can't though. Is division game though. Division game. If 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 the I, Packers were playing Tennessee this week, I would yeah. suspect that they would have a conversation about sitting Aaron Rodgers. But uh, if if the Packers want to have any chance of hosting a playoff game this season, mm-hmm. they basically have to win this football game. Yeah, I suppose. can't lose the home game to Minnesota. This yeah, just isn't the team. I, yeah, I don't know. There's just some. I just this isn't the team I want because I, I want Aaron Rodgers for 16 games. Not. Oh, I under. Right? Yeah, I get I don't that. Know. I think there's argue, your, your argument is absolutely valid, and I think mine is valid as well, because this ain't the team I want Aaron Rodgers playing, you know, no. seven days later after spraining a knee. Yeah. Right? This, uh, well, I, I, I haven't given the award out yet, but this is probably the best game of the week already, right? Um, like, I believe so. Well, if we check the one o'clock, let me just check the one o'clock slate, and it is easily Pittsburgh, the best Kansas City slate. is okay as far as entertainment value goes, mm-hmm. but as far as the quality of the teams, this is the best one. So. Yeah, I absolutely yeah. agree. Um, rivalry games going on. We got Pittsburgh, Green Bay, Denver, and Oakland. They're usually a bit bloody. Yeah, yeah, some good games this week. Even the Sunday nighter, which you know probably won't be great on the field, is usually good for a larf, right? That's true. Yeah. Um, next up, Cleveland in their best record since 2004. Did you guys see that bit of oh man zero no. zero and one. That is the Cleveland Browns' best start since 2004. Wow. They have not won an opening game since 2004. Wow. I hate the Browns. I hate the Browns so goddamn much. <laughs> yeah, that is so good. One of the all-time great vines. All right. R.I.P. Vine. Um, Cleveland is heading to New Orleans, and you got a pissed-off uh, Drew Brees, who was drug up and down the field by Ryan Fitzpatrick, of all people, in his own house. <laughs> So they're well, at home. <laughs> New Orleans minus nine. Like I was, I was getting Rob Ryan flashbacks watching that New Orleans game. Like I half expected them to like look, look on the sidelines, be like, "Oh, there he is with his dumb gray hair and stuff like yeah. that." Like that was very much. I yeah. I was in disbelief at how bad the Saints offense play, uh, defense played. Rather, I was in disbelief at that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't I, I didn't expect them to be sort of an upper echelon defense again like they were last year. They were very good last year, but I'm like, okay, the Saints just need a middle of the road defense. They're gonna be fine. They were clearly not middle of the road, so that was that was an embarrassment. I like are are they that bad or was that just a one off? Yeah, we'll see. That's the hot take for this particular game, right? Is is New Orleans defense that bad? I honestly don't think so i think oh, i don't think so either. i don't think there's an nfl defense that's yeah. that bad yeah yeah when you're when, when ryan fitzpatrick is essentially spinning yeah. the ball on his finger against you no that's not uh yeah. that's not what you want um as for the saints offense this i found to be stunning from this past week 37 for 45 three 439 yards three touchdowns no picks that line wasn't good enough for drew Brees to win a football game hmm that's yeah. incredible. Ninety-eight percent, probably, for that stat line. Not that's how many. That's how often you win if you put up that stat yeah. line. Yeah, I yeah. would say so. <laughs> yeah, I would say that you're probably going to win ninety-eight percent of the time. Yeah, 
Not that, since Tom well, Brady putting up 500 yards in the Super Bowl <laughs> in a losing effort has, <laughs> has, has we looked at a stat line and been like, yeah, they probably won the game. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, uh, apparently not. God. Uh, New Orleans is minus nine. Um, I'm staying away from this game, but if you're one of those compulsive Tebs that just has to gamble, I'm laying the points, to be honest with you. I, 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 you know so me, I. I don't lay point, points above seven too often. Hell, I don't lay points above, like, three too often, but I, I would lay the points. What do you think, Bill? Nine? Yeah, minus nine. I think i got to take the points. Yeah, that's, I mean, all right, uh, make your case, make your case. You know what? New Orleans is going to score, let's say, 32. Uh, is there anything on that New Orleans defense to make you think Cleveland can't get to 23? Cleveland like, that's a fair... looked semi-competent talent-wise. semi-competent, it's going to get you to 21 points on average. Against a bad defense, it can get you to 28, 29. Can Drew Brees go out there and get you 38? Maybe, but not probably. So I'll take the, I'll take the nine points. Interesting. Yeah, like- yeah. I'm I'm very curious to see how Cleveland's offense looks this week. Uh, the one thing that Cleveland barely did this past week was use Josh Gordon. Right. <laughs> yeah. They did when they needed him, and then he scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um. So I would suspect that we might be seeing a little bit more of him in the game plan the weeks to come. Uh. But yeah, Josh Gordon was targeted three times. He caught one ball for a touchdown. Mm. <laughs> I suspect we'll see more Josh Gordon targets in the future. Yeah. Terrible. And maybe not 15 Jarvis Landry targets. Like, Jarvis Landry's a fine player, but let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, seven yards a clip. Yep. Oh, God. All right, so uh, Bill's taking the points. Uh, the rest of us are, are laying the points on this one. Although, again, st- uh, stay away from I'm that. not going to bet money on this game. No, no me not. neither. Uh, a game I will be betting money on because, uh, okay, this, this next game is ridiculous here. Miami is heading to New York to take on the Jets or Meadowlands, whatever you want to call it. The Jets are minus three. I know, I know that my Lions made the Jets look like they're headed to the Super Bowl. It's true. Minus three is ridiculous. I'm taking Miami. Miami's going to be one of my five. What do you think, Chris? Well, I'll tell you, my first take on this game is Scott Hansen. Yeah. Under no circumstances should you be showing this game. <laughs> See, I thought, uh, like, the, like looking at the, uh, looking at it, I was like, it's it's either Miami Jets or I'm sure you took a hard look at Colts Washington as well. Or, yeah, I thought about it, but hey, Andrew Luck is playing football. Yeah. There's enough of a mystique there. Um, I don't, I don't. There's no mystique surrounding Sam Darnold at this point, and certainly no. none surrounding Ryan Tannehill. Um, no, I, I will say that Scott Hansen obviously is uh, the, the patron saint of football, mm-hmm. and uh, when he was apologetic this past week for showing some games that were bad, he's like, "Look, there's nothing else going on right now. We don't want to show you this." Like, <laughs> which I, one was I it? appreciate. I, I forget which game it was now, but I, I'm like, I appreciate you, Scott Hansen. I think it might have <laughs> been Buffalo close. Baltimore. Uh, oh, I was like, oh, yeah. there's, there's, uh, you know, I'm sorry, this game's thirty. It's a thirty point differential, but everything else is in commercial. Yeah. Um, if you had regular, so, yeah, I, if you had regular cable, the only two games you could get were Bills Ravens and oh god, I forget the other one. It uh, doesn't matter. But, I, yeah. I've never been happier to have a DAZN subscription in my life. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Bill. Like God, the Bills one. <laughs> like, like at a certain point, it's like just. City TV up here in Canada, by the way, who show the Bills feed, it's like cut away, just cut yeah, away. Yeah, at to some point, game. like you have the option to show something else, just yeah. do it. Like yeah. just, just be good to your customers. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, as far as this particular game goes, I, uh, I'm gonna take the Jets just because I think really? they're actually okay. Yeah, I, I just, I, I think the Jets are actually okay. I, I don't think they're. I think well, they're, here's what I, here's what I think about the Jets is they're mm-hmm. better than the Dolphins. 
I'm because I don't think the Dolphins are very good. It that might be true. I I just I don't know. I feel like if 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 I were to bet, I'll bet the Sharps are on the Miami side. That that's what I would say. I I, I just I think I think I think three's too high. <laughs> the Jets should not be. I mean, you're basically saying that these two teams are even, and the Jets are getting the three-point bump. Which yeah, I'm not which sure. If I'm fine true, with. To be honest with you, I, 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 like, I, I think that you might think more of Miami than I do. Mm-hmm. I think the Jets are the second best team, and I said this before the season started. I think the Jets mm-hmm. are the second best team in the AFC East. Yeah, I don't it, think it's you may not be wrong. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think it's particularly close. Anything to add on this one, Bill? I'm kind of leaning towards. I feel like Miami has more. Skill in some of the skill positions, but the Jets did come out looking good. I think I'm overreacting. I think last year I take Miami here all day long and I laugh about it. And the only reason I take the Jets is week one, so I will not overreact and I will go with Miami. I agree. I completely agree, Bill. Uh, next up, the Kansas City Chiefs are heading to Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh. Uh, this line actually opened up at Pittsburgh minus five, and it has been bet down to now Pittsburgh minus four. And I don't think we're going to get an easier hot take or overreaction uh, when talking about games this week because for this one, it is easily, well, the Pittsburgh Steelers don't even need Le'Veon Bell. They've got James <laughs> Conner, right? Like, here we go, right? <laughs> Easily. Here's yeah. my Steeler hot take. Go ahead. And look, I know that this has been said before, but usually this is, like, said in December after he's, like, endured months of being beaten oh, on the football field. Oh, go ahead. You're going to say it, Craig. I love it. Go ahead. I, I'm wondering about the competency of Ben Roethlisberger as an NFL quarterback. Oh, Roethlisberger is cooked. Craig Needles is saying it here. We're quoting. Well, he, <laughs> like, the reason that game was a tie was because of Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. He was one of the many reasons why that yes, game was in a tie. Yes, fair enough. Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, I'm fine with that game being a tie. I'm like, neither of you deserve to win exactly. today. So I was... <laughs> yeah. Let's, a little quick little aside here. A little PSA to anybody in a suicide pool or a survivor pool, which is, I guess, the more politically correct term, or a wins pool, whatever you want to call it. Anybody who was whining that they were eliminated from said pool because this, you picked the Steelers to beat the Browns and they tied, and you're like... Well, they didn't lose. No, it is a wins pool. You are out. And if you were sad enough to make that argument, rethink your life, sir and or madam. And further than that, don't take a road team in week one. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I took a road team in week one, but it was Baltimore. So, uh, oh, well, so that I was out. okay. Yeah, so I was okay. But... You knew by about 128 that yeah. you were going to be fine there. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm into week two. On to week two. Yeah. Oh, um, less than a half hour. <laughs> Pittsburgh minus four. Where uh, right now? Where where are you at on this one, Bill? I like Kansas City. Um, I like to put five. Yeah, I like to. I think I'll take the the points here. I mean, yes. I, I think Pittsburgh could win this game, but I, I think it's going to be close enough where I know if I'm watching this game at the very end of it, I'm thinking, wish I had those points. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The over under in this game, by the way, and. The only thing I made money on this past weekend was over-unders. I won a couple of them. Yeah. Um, Kansas, the Kansas City-Pittsburgh over-unders, 52 and a half. Yeah, I saw that. That's a big number. Yeah. And that is someone who is believing heavily in Patrick Mahomes and company. And mm-hmm. I see no reason why you shouldn't. Because even if you think that Holmes is, Mahomes is a, a meh quarterback, I think he's better than that. But the dudes he's got around him, like... They didn't even use Travis Kelsey, and they put up 30-whatever points they did. Like, are, are they going to be able to use Travis Kelsey? He usually only goes about four yards out, and then Mahomes is going to be throwing these laser beams to him that are going to be bouncing <laughs> off of his... Like, like Mahomes is going to throw multiple interceptions this year where he tr- throws a short pass that 
goes way too fast and bounces off his uh, receiver's hands and into the arms of waiting DB, right? Like, that's going to happen multiple times this season. Because, like, he reminded me, like, not in terms of the running, but in terms of the throwing of uh, Colin Kaepernick. Because Kaepernick did that, too, where he just, he has no, he's only got one speed on the <laughs> on the arm, right? Like, like there's, no, there's no gear down in terms of his throws. At least this would be another, like, overreaction-y hot take to... to one week of play, but Mahomes is fantastic, and I hope. Here's it, it, and I've got a lot of fantasy football stakes on this. I mm-hmm. think that the Chiefs are going to be the highest scoring team in the NFL this season. I I agree. I absolutely agree. Because even no matter what you think about Mahomes, I just like and and obviously Tyreek Hill, not a good dude, but he's really good at football. Mm-hmm. He's so, really good at football. So yeah, we're recommending laying the points with the with yeah. the Chiefs. I preferred it earlier in the too. week when it was five, which likely means that the Sharps love the plus five as well. Probably bet it down. It got bet down. Yes, I would suspect that's exactly what happened. How often do you think a rookie quarterback feeds his team to the highest number of points in the season? It's easy. first year starting, not a rookie, but I would suspect that's, that 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 there's a chance that's never happened before. Mm-hmm. Well, for actually, no, I, I can think of an example: Kurt Warner's first year starting with St. Louis. Yeah. Man. But that's, that's probably the only time that's And ever he was happened. also the world's oldest oh. rookie, too. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm, just, I'm just thinking, I'll have to look it up, but Dan Marino's first year starting with Miami, they yes. might have led the league points. I'm going to look it up right now. Right. But, yeah, the moral of the story is that's that's not something that happens yeah. very often. I think and also, I would, I would hang it more on the fact that he's got, like, he's very talented himself, Mahomes. He has so much talent around him in terms of guys, playmakers, and guys who can, can do stuff. And Andy Reid is is a brilliant football coach, and and we say this every time. Anytime you talk, you say something nice about Andy Reid, you have to go. Other than clock management, he's one of the greatest coaches of all yep. time. Andy Reid, right? Like, yeah. Um, next up, the '89 Dolphins, by the way, did not lead the league in points. No. Okay. <laughs> um, Philadelphia, heading to Tampa Bay to take on in a battle of of one and O teams. Uh, Philadelphia laying three on the road. Um, I kind of like Philly here. So do I. But Me- man, I like laying points on the road is just something I'm I'm I'm. Uh, here, I just to. think so that I, like, I just Tampa Bay had away. things go too well this past week. Sure, now sure. they're going to have a real defense with a real scheme. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know that Foles uh, certainly in the first half didn't look very good. I just think they're just going to run it right down their throats. And yeah. the Eagles are going to have all sorts of neat, fun plays, and it's, everyone's going to have a, a fantastic time. And they're going to go to Tampa Bay, and they're going to win this game easily. Yeah. yeah. You, you just know me, though. Normally, I, I look at a... I see a home dog, and I'm like a, a home dog getting three or more, and I'm like, boy, I don't even need to know the names of the teams, right? So... Yeah. Yeah, and... I get it, but I, I think that, like... It's pretty clear. Like, Tampa Bay is not nearly as good as yeah. they showed. And, and then they gave up 40 points, and they're not that good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah. So. I just I just have it as a st- I just have it as a stay away from from yeah. just and only because of the, the the rules that I tend to follow when betting. No, oh, it's it's completely reasonable to not bet. I just think that the Eagles are going to win this game with relative ease. What is this line if if Tampa Bay goes out and gives up 40 against the Saints and they don't score 48? If if the Tampa Bay yeah. loses 40 to 28. What's this line? It's probably the Eagles by six. Yeah, I was going to say six and maybe a full touchdown. But, like, Philadelphia yeah. didn't also look like world beaters in week one. They I also have ten days of, off. Yeah, exactly. Ten days off is another big thing that you should mention. Yeah. Um, anything to add to this one, Bill? Uh, nothing you two haven't covered. Um, I think Philadelphia is the, the pick here. Uh, Tampa Bay 
yeah, they're, they're, they're not good. I mean, they're simply just not a good team. And Philadelphia is. Mm. Um, I think they're very capable. Next up, the Houston Texans are heading to Tennessee to take on the Titans. And the overreaction for this game is probably for anybody who took the Houston over. I'm panicking a little bit after week one, you guys. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. They did not look great. Deshaun Watson fumbling the, the, the first snap of the season yeah. was... Uh, <laughs> Here's Boy. what I'm concerned. I'm not concerned about Watson. Yeah. I'm not concerned about, you know, Hopkins, obviously, star. My big worry is Chantrell Henderson got hurt, mm-hmm. and Houston's offensive line was kind of sketchy when everybody was healthy. Exactly, yeah. So if they start suffering injuries there, I think it's going to be like a 2016 Minnesota Vikings type situation where the roster is quite good, but just because they're getting hurt at the spot where they're already weak, it turns into a disaster. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I really like the, the Texans over this year, too. Uh, and I certainly like them to cover the spread against New England, which they almost did. They were half a point short. Uh, nonetheless, uh, I'm concerned about their offensive line for sure. Uh, we have no line on this game right now. I've or, got a line on this game because I know that I know there was some. Uh, the, the question is, is Mariota going to play? Mm-hmm. But at least one book is offering Texans minus two. Okay. That to me is the Mariota's playing line, right? Yeah, I th- I think so because yeah. if Mariota's not playing, it's Houston in the Vegas zone. I would think minus four, or minus five, right on the road. Yeah, I think yeah. that's fair to say. Um, Houston minus two, eh? Um, I would stay away from this game either way, just because I don't know what the hell is going to go on, and I need to see more from Houston before I trust them again because I've already got enough invested in them with the, with the over and everything. But uh, if they go into Tennessee and get a victory, that would. Uh, alleviate a lot of my fears. Oh, Mariota practice this afternoon, so that's probably why I have this line and you don't yet, but Mariota practice this afternoon. That would do it. That would do it. Um, I don't uh, even know who 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 the depth chart says for them, um, as far as who the next guy is, but I'm going to guess that's somebody who's awful. Let's go ahead and find that out. Yeah, I've I've got it coming up right now, but the moral of the story is... Gabbert, ladies and gentlemen, would start. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I should have known that because I saw him playing a bit last week in that game that was delayed. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I... I, And and maybe I'm the fool here. I thought that Tennessee would be better because they're going to be coached better. Mm -hmm. I think when we look back, though, at the, hey, that was a weird result game from week one, it Mm -hmm. might be Miami-Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, the use of the throw off the scent game. There's, yeah. a, oh my god. And the, like, oh yeah, there was also delayed for five hours. Five the game hours. Started yeah. One and ended at eight p.m. Yeah, I wonder that. why weird stuff happened. I, I I remember looking it up, and I believe that there are no less than seven, <laughs> I think, games that could qualify as the throw off the scent game: Baltimore, Buffalo, Tennessee, Miami, right? Like Tampa Bay, New Orleans. Uh, you know, can't like yeah. Chiefs, Chargers. If the Chiefs or if the Chargers wind up actually being good, but. Don't hold their breaths. There's a few candidates. I think for the, the Chargers might be a game. situation where when Joey Bosa gets back, they're better. Yeah, they're significantly yeah. better. So anything. It might not be to throw out the sense from the perspective of oh Bosa wasn't there, so they had no pass rush, so Patrick Mahomes went nuts. Fair enough. So, yeah, that's yeah. perfectly reasonable. Uh, anything to add to Texans Titans, Bill? Um, not particularly. I think the 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 Titans might still be a good team. They do have a decent amount of talent there, um, but they're both two teams that I think are decent but haven't shown me that yet so i feel like i'm just throwing darts i like tennessee a bit better i got the houston over and, and the titans under so go uh, go to uh, go texans in this one uh colts washington uh andrew luck great to see him back on a football field look good uh it's too bad the rest of the team is completely putrid all around him yeah incredibly putrid and, and like i uh, i've i've 
as a Detroit Lions fans fan, I've seen some awful running backs like in over the last like three four year span. The Colts is somehow worse <laughs> than, than what I've been watching over the last three years. Not exactly sure how that happened. Um, Washington minus six. I think the overreaction for this one is I think you're getting it. I think this is three points too high. This line, to be honest with you. I I don't. I'm not so sure. I think okay. the Washington team looked really really good against Arizona. Really good. And uh, Arizona might be pretty pretty lousy, but I think that the Washington team looked really good against them. And here's the thing: the Colts were got gashed on the ground by Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might get gashed on the ground again. This time by Adrian Peterson. Yeah, he looked thirty-three year old, thirty-three year old Adrian Peterson. He looked. There looked were a couple of runs one. when he looked like twenty-eight year old Adrian Peterson. Yeah, he made some nice cuts. Yeah. Yeah, that touchdown. Like I realized it was short yardage, but the touchdown run was vintage Peterson. Yeah. He, he was just in a sea of people and then one quick little cut and he was like, and I'm untouched into the end zone, right? Like, yeah, yep. that was, that was, that was a vintage him. If they, if they can get, well, I mean, if Washington can get, can squeeze the last bit of juice out of the Adrian Peterson orange, they, they might have a little something offensive yeah. this season. I think they're okay. I think if they're okay. They those linebackers in and then start making some throws. Like uh, they have a talented enough receiving core that they, they could have a decent offense. Mm-hmm. The plus, yeah. Six to me just has too much backdoor Aaron Luck cover potential for me. Um, yeah, no, that, that that's fair. I understand that. I just I wonder if I just if keep... Washington controls the whole game on the ground like they did against Arizona again. I'm not sure that the Colts are going to be in a position to stop that. Plus, True. Washington has some guys in their front seven, mm-hmm. and much like Cincinnati, they might be able to to get to Luck and make him rush some throws. I I'm like. A lot of people thought that Ruck, Luck could save yeah. the Colts roster, and I, I thought he might be able to as well. But maybe it's just bad enough that he can't. But if I'm if 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 I'm just breaking it down to you from a gambling perspective, if we just take all the names and everything off, the yeah, team, should, should Washington be laying six against anybody? Probably not. No. Ooh, I think Bill's getting attacked there. Um, so. <laughs> no, I'm- so for the one o'clock games, we were declaring Minnesota Green Bay the best game of the one o'clock yes. era, and the Scott Hansen game of the week. Congratulations, Jets Dolphins. Um, it feels like, like Jets Dolphins was the Scott Hansen game of the week twice last season. I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Um, Keep the streak alive. Yeah. All right. Year four. Or sorry, four o'clock games. Uh, first up, the Arizona Cardinals are heading to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. The Rams laying 13. Bill. I thought about it. I did. I thought the the Rams are clearly going to destroy them, mm-hmm. but I'm not. Yeah. I'm laying 13. Give me the points. Yeah, I'm I'm taking the points as well. There, the, the points are going to be one of my five. If I see, yeah, yeah, I. I, uh, I think me too, from my perspective, yeah. uh, only because you know how much how much is Sean McVay going to show the playbook in this game? Mm-hmm. That said. Arizona got gashed on the ground by Washington, and mm-hmm. I hear that Todd Gurley's good, yeah. so that might be a problem. Some people believe ah, he's the best say. player in football right now, yeah. <laughs> oh. A lot of people saying Todd Gurley might be the best player in football right now, which, you I, know, well, you can make that argument. Here, I, I, you could. I, I'm not sure that Todd Gurley's the best player in the Rams, but... Uh, oh, I, hot take! <laughs> well, I think... I, well, I don't know if it's, I think Aaron Donald's really good. Oh, he is um, very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, nonetheless... I definitely would want the Cardinals here because twelve and a half is 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 a little much for me. Yeah. That's it. I'm not places, yeah. betting on this game. I'm not. I I don't want to be sitting there and have it be seven nothing Rams and Todd Gurley's just converted a first down of the Arizona forty. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. And, yeah, Arizona's another one of those teams where they can't possibly play as bad as they did in week one. Either yeah, though, that's right? true. Like, it's, it's just fine. Yeah, not. Well, the, didn't David Johns only get, like, 12 touches or something? Yeah, which, like, I understand exactly. the game script is part of Nine the reason. Nine carries and a catch? Like, it was bad. Yeah, yeah they've yeah. got to get him more involved and whatnot. They're, like, yeah, and, I, and yeah. here's the thing, though. They knew they were going to lose, and if I'm the Cardinals, I'm thinking to myself, like, and if I'm any upper echelon team, like, okay, my running back only has X amount touches this season, I'm not going to throw them away in this game, which I'm down by a ton. Yeah, yeah. That's that, that would be entering into my thought process. Yeah. Arizona is a team that I, I think they have to control the game tempo and the clock. Yes. Uh, and Minnesota spent a few years like that, too, where as soon as they lose that clock control, they lose the game. Um, they're going to need to get an early lead, have some defensive stops early. If they're up by 10, they might be one of the better teams. Um, but in terms of just catching up or catching up from behind, they looked bad. I agree. Speaking of looking bad. The Detroit Lions heading they to did. San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco minus six. Um, I'll let you guys say this because obviously I'm probably not in the right headspace for this game. But trying to take my perceived biases out of the win- out of the window on this, um, the six is seem- as a gambler. The six seems too high for me, and if I had to, I would take the Lions. But I'm also more leaning towards a stay away on this game. What do you think, Craig? Uh, um, I I think I would probably. Like, I'm not betting on this game, but I think that if I had to, I bet on the Niners. I I don't begrudge you, but like I'm just the Lions are. I'm gonna throw them in the in the same category as Arizona as we just talked about, where they they're, they're not gonna be as bad. They I understand. cannot. Yeah, they cannot. Well, can we talk about the Lions for a second? Which I I don't know if it was just like reports or if Jets players actually said this publicly. But when we're hearing that Jets players knew what Matt Stafford's hand signals meant. Oh, very that, interesting. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that. But, yeah, that's what uh, that's what was coming out was that apparently the, the Jets had uh, – uh, they didn't work too hard to figure out what routes Matt Stafford's hand signals meant. So the interception on the uh, – I think the one that was intended for Tate, they knew that Stafford had broken off a route or something. So the mm-hmm. Jets defensive player was like, oh, okay, I'm just going to uh, – I know what route this is, so I'm just going to go where the ball is going to be actually. Oh, and, well, you know what, so, Craig? Let's give Matt Patricia a little break here. It's going to take at least two or three years to install the cheating culture that they had in, that's the, true. in, in that's New true. England, right? You know, it, it takes a couple of years. And we I was, already, uh, speaking of a couple of years, we'll see if he gets it. We've already seen reports that apparently some Lions veterans players, veteran players really did not like the Matt Patricia preseason slash training camp experience. So Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. I'm not sure which way to go on that one, quite frankly. Um Maybe he made them work hard or something. Yeah, I like the la- the laissez-faire attitude of Jim Caldwell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, maybe. I, I just I need more. Yeah, I need more information on that to to form an opinion one way or the other on that side. But yeah, let's just say that the Matt Patricia era obviously didn't start off with a bang. Neither did anybody else. All I I thought I read somewhere that every coach every every coach debut. coaching the first game in a new team on a new team lost yes. lost yeah it oh is. and six and oh and seven if you if you count gruden in that yeah uh, in that thing which i think even though can. he's yeah i think you can yeah because yeah. he, he hasn't coached the oakland raiders since uh, i believe the last <laughs> yeah i was gonna say but the last time john gruden coached a season opening game with the oakland raiders hmm. um was before september 11th yeah Ooh. was the last game the the last game he coached with the Raiders was not the Tuck Rule game, was it? It was. 
It was? I thought it was the year after. Because you can't fire a guy after losing like that. They didn't you? fire him, remember? Oh, they he wanted him. to be general manager. He got traded right, to Tampa Bay. He got traded. Right, right, right. So right, the, right. the Raiders wanted to keep him, but instead they got two first-round picks. Right, and Al Davis was, was still alive and kicking, so I shouldn't be surprised and, at all and that that is something cheap. that occurred. And John Gruden said, you actually should give me some more money. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. That happened. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. Um... I was to stay away. Craig's laying the points. What about you, Bill? Lions. I think it's too many points. Okay. Thanks for backing um, me up on that, Bill. Appreciate yeah. that. Uh, nope. <laughs> I feel like I, I, usually I feel like I agree with Craig more, but this time yeah. I feel like it's been you. So I don't know. I think I'm doomed for this week. It's possible. Yeah, <laughs> man. Um, yeah, jeez. I don't know. I mean, I. <laughs> the last thing I'll say about that Lions Monday night loss is it, it, they looked about as – because everybody was watching, it was pretty much the most embarrassing – I think I think they were the most embarrassed out of any team in Week One. Uh, yeah, because it was a night game, and also because like yeah. the Bills, it was more like, "Ah, we know Nathan Peterman sucks, whatever." Yeah. Whereas the Lions, like, "Oh, you actually have some good NFL players, and this exactly, happened to you." Yeah. <laughs> and then, like the Jets, like went down to the sidelines after all the Lions fans left, and the Jets fans were going, "You know, yeah. Jets, 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 Jets," and doing that and stuff, and Savior's holding up Savior Sam. So I, yeah, I would I would say the. Um, pretty embarrassing and quite frankly i was texting with my brother i'm like yeah i'd like to say that last night was the most embarrassing moment in lions history but i don't even think it cracks the top 20 no (laughs) no i think that's fair to say god it's been rough um oakland is heading to denver to take on your boys craig the denver broncos who looked really good defensively um denver laying six von miller is unbelievable he is really really good. they're like i just uh, i just like watch these games and i just like cannot believe some of the stuff that guy does mm-hmm. he's a freak it's fun yeah it, it, it's fun when you have a guy like that because even in the darkest years of the lions like i i always had calvin johnson right to just be like yeah. oh, God, or barry sanders or yeah, whoever right just to be like this is fun to watch anyway continue yeah uh yeah von miller is just unbelievable and i the closest comparison for Von Miller is a player that the Raiders just traded. And somebody yeah. pointed this out on Twitter. Like if you're a Raiders player and you have to go in and start watching film on Tuesday morning and you're seeing Von Miller just destroy Russell Wilson's day and you're yeah. thinking to yourself, Oh yeah, we have like the only other guy who can do this stuff. And we mm-hmm. traded him for draft picks. Yeah. If you're a Raiders player, does that make you happy or sad? Probably uh, sad. Yeah. I mean, most likely. Sad about this year. I know it may. Yeah. I know it made uh, Derek Carr sad. Somebody did that. I don't know if you've seen that uh, meme, the Wolverine from the animated series meme, where where Wolverine's like looking yes. at the picture of Jean Grey. Somebody did that thing where it was like, you know, but they put Derek Carr's face, and then the picture he was looking at was Khalil Mack. Obviously, it was just like, oh man, so sad. Uh, gambling wise. Denver minus six. Uh, stay away from me. I don't want to. I don't want to lay that many points. I like laying the three with Denver. They they were on a, a teaser ticket and they were the only ones who came through for me last last week with the with the push. But uh, I'm not. No, I, personally, I'm not I, ready to lay six with Denver, Craig. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna throw that. Out I, there. I I understand that. Um, Denver won last week. I, I I think it's unlikely Case Keenum throws three interceptions this week. True. Um, <laughs> one of them wasn't his fault, but still. Um. I I think that the Raider defense is just fundamentally awful. Mm-hmm. So if Denver can keep the offense of Oakland in check, they, they might not score that many points to get to the minus six. Now, I'm not betting on this game because I never bet on these games. Mm-hmm. But I I don't think that covering six is, un, uh, is unbeatable if you go at it from the perspective of 
Denver's going to probably be able to move the football in this game. Anything to add, Billy? Um, I, I think I do like taking the points here. Denver will be able to move the football a little bit. The Denver's defense will stop them. I just, I, I think it's going to be a close game we're talking. Um, I think Oakland should be able to score a few, and I don't think Denver's going to light up Oakland. I think they'll just be able to move the ball slowly. So I call it a close game. I take the points. All right, next up, what will be the marquee game of the 4 o'clock slate easily? And to be honest, one of the oh, most... This- Fun lines I've had gambling-wise. Like, I, th- I think discussion-wise, this is one of the most fun lines we've ever yep. had. Uh, the New England Patriots are laying a point right now on the road in Jacksonville. I've got a line here God, where they are laying a half point. Yeah. I've, I've seen it one and a half. Two. It opened up at two. Yeah. I think that this might... And to me, when I was like thinking about the lines, like when I was looking at the schedule before the lines were out, I was thinking to myself... Shouldn't this be a pick? Mm-hmm. It, it, I feel like that's what this line should be. This should be a pick. It opened it to the... I have a couple tickets with, with Jacksonville plus the two. The Sharps were all over Jacksonville plus the two. And obviously, because you've seen it go down, and now you're saying you're saying at only a half a point. Which, I've seen a half a point, so, yes. Yeah, so you're saying it at a pick then. Um, uh, well, the half point means that if it's a tie, and you 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 have the Jaguars to win. Very true. Yeah, <laughs> other yeah, than yeah. that, it's a pick. Yeah, other than that, it's a pick. For all, all intents and purposes, it's a, it's a pick. But man, yeah. this is so much fun, and and I love it from the gambling perspective of because you look at Jacksonville, who is a home dog, who is a good team that is a home dog, and all the gambling adages say, "What the hell is going on?" I have a good team that's a home dog. Take them, take them, take them. But then you look at the team they're playing, and when you're supposed to, over the course of the last decade plus, when you're supposed to ignore all of the gambling adages, it's whenever the New England Patriots are involved, and the New England Patriots are involved. So I love this game. I am so yes. excited for this game. Here's what I will say about this game: that Julian Edelman's not going to be part of this. Mm-hmm. The Patriots still haven't sorted out their backfield situation. I think we still got some questions about their offensive line. And we were talking about this with Minnesota, but I think this is truly the last team you want to play when you've got an offensive line problem. Yes. Just because of all the different stuff they do. And Clyde Campbell. Like, well, I, Can I just talk about something real quick for a second? Absolutely. Eric Flowers had a quote after the game Man. against the Jaguars. And I don't know if you guys saw this, where Eric Flowers said, well, I, 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 guess, I, I didn't know that Campbell was much of a speed guy. Did you literally like? Oh, oh! You thought he was just gonna bull rush you every time? Like, yeah, I know he's massive, but have you have you watched literally any tape? No, Did you watch any tape for this not. game, Eric Flowers? Eric Flowers, yeah. who went to yeah. the U, I can. He is a bust. I can tell yes. he is a bad. Well, and line. and someone put on Twitter like, you know, Eric Flowers' number one move is helping Eli Manning off the ground. Jeez, <laughs> oh, scathing! <laughs> oh my god! So that's that's what he does Ooh. best on a football field. Oh, man. Um, yeah, he's not. A good I, the idea of Clyus Campbell not be like you know ugh, that the Jaguars front seven is as good as there is, and I'm not sure if New England's going to be able to keep hats on people. They had a hard time keeping hats on people in the AFC Championship game last year when mm-hmm. Nate Soldier was still on the team and Julian Edelman was out there. So I'd be worried if I were a Patriots fan. I'm taking the I'm taking the Jaguars here. Yeah, I, I they're not going to be one of my five because I like a few other games better. But if there were six, Jacksonville would would be my one of my five. Uh, but I have a bunch of tickets with Jacksonville because I got them early when they were plus the two, so I like having that extra little point. Uh, New England laying one. What do you think, Bill? I'm going New England. I'm not. I'm not playing with this system. Can't blame you. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah, like, I mean, it, you could lean on it however many times in the past. I'll lean on it again. Well, it's always, uh, it, like, like I said, you buck the trend when New England's involved. Like, you, you take away all of the all of the things that are, like, the little blackjacky things that you do where it's like, if I keep doing this in the long run, I will make more money than I'll lose. One of those rules is throw all those rules out the window when the Patriots yeah. are involved, right? Like, Yep, no, I, I mean, if the... If this is going to be a close game, at the end of the game, it's within three, and Brady has the ball. Mm-hmm. We've seen it a dozen times before, friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I- I'm going to take New England here. Yeah, because like, if it's close in the end, one team's going to have Tom Brady, and the other team's going to have Blake Bortles, right? And That, that right? is a fair thing to bring up about this game. Yeah. I just think that, you know, if, if, if the quarterback switch teams, what's the line on this game? Jacksonville minus Jacksonville minus twenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Minus, yeah. Jacksonville's laying double digits if they switch quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah that's true. Oh, God, this is such good. I love everything about this game. I love the line. I oh, love I'm, talking I'm about so excited to watch the football game. Yeah, this is. I'm really excited for it. God, so good. What a what a great game early. This probably should be the Sunday nighter, but um, we got a semi decent Sunday nighter. The hot take for this well, one because was, I believe the I believe NBC is contractually obligated to show at least three Cowboys Giants Sunday Nighters, which is bizarre because they yeah, only play twice. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> well played. A lot of yeah. them are reenactments. I thought, yeah. I, yeah. I, thought <laughs> I read somewhere that that the Cowboys have seven primetime games or something this year. Now, hopefully, a couple of those will be on Thursday. But like, ugh. yeah, well, nah, there's no need for that. They have at least the one because they always play on Thanksgiving, so they always get that counted out. That always boosts their your prime. Yeah, that's fine, but. I would suspect they probably play the Thursday following Thanksgiving too, but still, there's, yeah. there, you know, we don't need that much of the Cowboys in our lives. No, not not this Cowboys anyway. And and I was saying this, Bill. I asked, I, I proposed this question to to Craig, and he gave me an answer. And I want to get yours on on record on the pod. The Dallas Cowboys is this the worst set of Dallas Cowboys receivers of our lifetime? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't even think if you if you want if you if you expand it to pass catchers, yeah. basically for as long as we've been alive, the Cowboys have had Jason Witten, yeah. Jason Witten, Des Bryant, or Mike or, or Michael Irvin, or, or or multiples of those. Yeah, and like Terrell Owens was in sprinkled. Terrell in there, right? Owens, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yep, oh, yep. like, like they've always had that guy, right? Like this is the first time I'm out there. I'm like, man, Cole Beasley's getting a lot of targets, right? Like, jeez. <laughs> This just yeah, I'm like, there's just no way Cole Beasley can lead your team in in targets and yards and receptions and and have your team be successful. Um, Miles Austin, Miles Austin was a really good player for a while. For, yeah, for like two years, he was like there was, that was back when I actually played fantasy football. Miles Austin would go and he was like a second or third round pick a couple of times. No, no, no he's a, he's a good player. Terry Glenn had some nice years for yep, the Cowboys. Yep. Like they, they've had some they've had some good dudes over the years. Cole Beasley, by the way, twentieth in Cowboys history in receiving yards. Yeah, that's just attrition, Which, though. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some of that's attrition. Uh, yeah, 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 he's he's right in between Patrick Creighton, which whatever, mm-hmm. and just ahead of Herschel Walker. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh, God, that Herschel Walker trade. Sorry, Bill. Um, Dallas is laying three at home, and I'm here to tell you I'm going back to the Giants well. They burned all three of us in week one. It was a little bit eh, – like, it was It was one of those – I think there were some ugly things that happened yeah. in that game because they were playing such a talented defense. And that is not an issue this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. In the rain, you know, it, it, against a really good defense. And even then, they still – even then, they were getting the ball punted to them down five, and their guy and their punt returner fumbled it. Right, like like there was should have been a chance for the for the game winning the game covering drive, but 
It just didn't happen. I'm, so I'm not a huge college football fan, but everyone was slobbering over the uh, this running back for the Giants, and I was not on board. But he did look good. Yeah. Well, they, they uh, had he had him. a couple of runs. He had a yeah. couple of runs where you're like, oh wow, that's that's more than he should have gotten. Obviously, the 60 yeah. whatever yarder. And I would suspect that that number, the, the, those numbers only get better when they're playing not Jacksonville. True. Yeah. 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 Exactly. He, he got yeah. he what was he 100 and a score against a good defense? Yeah. 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 Most of that was he he had a little. It, it wasn't like a full Barry Sanders game, but it was like a 80% Barry Sanders game where he kept getting bottled up and bottled up and bottled up. And then it's like, he's going to break one. And then, and then he did break the one, but it well, wasn't. The, the, the great guys do that, right? Like, exactly. yeah, the, you know, Adrian Peterson had, had games like that in yeah, sort absolutely. of in his prime, you know, like yeah. the really good guys. Yeah. Just got to keep grinding away with those guys yeah. and, then, and then they'll, they'll eventually break one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going back to the giants. Well, so I'm, I'm taking the points. Uh, what do you think, Craig? Mm, yeah, I like the Giants too. Billy, uh, once burned, twice shy. That's true. Yeah, fair enough. This will be the uh, last time I get burned. If, if but I have, burned. I have no faith in Dallas. Because I think so. the Giants can win the game. Uh, like, I, like they're on the road. I, I honestly think they can just win the game. Yeah, no, I agree. I do not think Dallas is a good team. I think people are still betting on last year's Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do like the Giants here, yeah, but yeah. I'm not the overreaction hot take. For for this one though would be that like the Dallas Cowboys are going to go three and thirteen, which I don't think is, is simply true. But they did not look good against the Panthers whatsoever. Nope. Save for one drive. Um, last game of the week, Monday Nighter. The Seattle Seahawks are heading to Chicago to take on the Bears. The Bears laying three and a half. Uh, go f yourself, line. Give me the Seahawks. This is this is this line is 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 nonsense nonsense to me i realized khalil mack was an absolute beast but yeah no give me give me the seahawks what do you think bill same yeah this uh, i'm i'm not fully getting this line either i'm not i'm not ready to cough up points with chicago yeah i'm yeah i'm gonna lay i'm gonna lay more than more than three points with mitchell trubrisky against anybody go go <laughs> after yourself anything to add craig <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, I, um, I'm going to say that I want, I know, I know three and a half is a little much, but I just, I watched a lot of Seattle last week and I just don't think they're very good. Yeah. I mean, it's true. They, by all rights, they, they should have won the game and it'd be the, 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 like the reality was they didn't win the game because eventually we don't have solutions for Von Miller. Yeah. Well, I've got bad news. Yeah, exactly. Coyle <laughs> Max coming to town, yeah. right? Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that said, though, they, they, the Chicago Bears got tore up by a one-legged guy who was yeah. still able to extend the play and let guys get downfield. Hey, what does Russell Wilson do really well, guys? <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Get out of the way and then extend the plays downfield? Is, I agree. The difference is Brian Balaga mm-hmm. and... David Bakhtiari, excellent pass blocking tackles. Mm. I'm not sure that German Effetti is, and we, I like, I saw Juan Miller just, quite frankly, abuse this man on the football field this past week. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that he's in the same category as those guys. So, I, I, I think that it's hard to compare sort of from game to game how things are going to go. I think the Bears are pretty good. Yeah. And I don't think Seattle is. So if if this game if this is right around the three zone where 
essentially we're being told these two teams are relative equals. I think the Bears are better than Seattle is, so I'll I'll take the Bears. I just I, I'm I'm looking at the gambling adages on this one, and I'm just like that. I'm like I'm getting an extra half point at the very least. I might be getting an extra like point and a half, but I'm at the very least getting an extra half point betting against Mitchell Trubisky. So I'm I'm just gonna take that. Like the, Trubisky can't throw the ball further than seven yards down the field. I don't know. I, that, that's just the way I see it. It just it's it's a total. I'm I'm just looking at the points and the teams, and I'm like, yeah, take the points. Um, all right, so that's it for week two. We will now do our picks. Uh, standings after week one. You guys are two and three. I am three and two, with a so a slight lead for me heading into week two. So I will go first. Um, I'm taking all dogs this week. Uh, give me the Giants. I'm going back to the Giants. Well, like I said. Uh, I'm taking Arizona plus the 13. Uh, give me Miami. Um, I'm taking that Carolina plus six as well. And I'm going to take the Seattle plus three and a half, like I just said. Uh, That's a point. Billy Boy, uh, go ahead and give me your five, good sir. Going with Minnesota. Okay. Love you, Minnesota. I'm taking LA, the Chargers oh, this time around. Chargers. Wow. New England. Ooh. Go against you guys there. Two road uh, dogs by Billy. And then the Eagle. Oh, you need one more. Billy I loving the road eight. dogs this week. Or not yeah, the road do dogs, the road road favorites. Billy's loving the road favorites this week. Uh yeah, give me the give me the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Alright. Kansas City Chiefs. Plus four. And Minnesota was plus one. Yep. Greg Needles, five picks, good sir. I'm taking the Panthers. I can't resist those six points. I'm taking Kansas City. I am taking the Giants. I am. I'm gonna take, and I, I went back and forth on my on my last couple here, but give me the Bengals tomorrow night. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will uh, – I'll take the Jacksonville Jaguars. I like it. I, I like that's – I think that's – after all we said about that game, I love the fact that you've got action on this game. Damn it, I should have picked something. <laughs> I'm going to bet because I, I, I want a little Jerry on Sunday that is that football game as I'm watching it. But uh, I, th- I think gambling-wise that's the right play, Greg. I'm just – I'm not – you know, I'm not 100% sure on it, but I, I think Jackson. I like I, I, that defense, like going on the road Just, against that defense. That's tough, man. That's yeah, tough. Good team. Especially when the Patriots offense is not a full yeah. strength. Home dog. Good team. You're, you're getting points with a good team at home. <laughs> I yep. mean, that's like, what else can you say? Um, all right. Uh, so that's it. Uh, crossover podcast available at the crossover podcast.com, facebook.com slash crossover podcast and soundcloud.com slash crossover podcast. Email us, please contact at the crossover podcast.com and Please uh, review us on iTunes. And as always, you don't have to listen, but please download the podcast. Um, Friends of the Show Picks are back this week. Uh, Paula from the Exploding Earths podcast is going to be giving her uh, picks, so uh, that way we get a little bit of comic book coverage this week. Uh, Next week, we're going to have a two-for podcast next week as well, because you guys will be back. We'll talk in week three as always. 
And Iron Fist came out this week. I had no idea it was it was debuting last Friday, and apparently it did, and I watched it all mercifully. It was only 10 episodes instead of 13 this time around. <laughs> so we will do uh, our review of that, and uh, <laughs> I got some opinions, guys. So <laughs> we're going we're gonna to head into that. Um, yeah, so uh, that is it. And I'm sure on the Iron Fist pod we'll have something to say about Henry Cavill no longer being Superman. So... Uh, Craig Needles, Bill Needles, thanks for doing this as always, you guys. And I can't wait to talk to you next week and see how we did. Easy. See ya. Later, guys. You are receiving a collect call from Paula from the Exploding Earths podcast. Inmate at the Raft Super Maximum Security Prison. Hey guys, it's uh, Paula from the Exploding Earths podcast. Uh, flying solo here. Uh, Nick and Brandon have gone missing. I don't, I don't know why they keep asking me where they are, but apparently I'm supposed to know, like I'm their keeper or something, or like I have ropes in the back of my van or whatever but uh i'm here to do the friends of the show picks and i'm really hoping that these picks pan out for me because i need this money to get out of town let me tell you uh so this week week two in football picked five random games so i went with uh let's see colts versus redskins I went with Colts winning because I prefer that the politically incorrect named team does not win. Uh, Vikings versus Packers. Obviously, I'm going to pick Packers, although I don't mind the Vikings. They're pretty cool. Uh, Lions versus 49ers. I went with 49ers. No reason at all. I just pick one of them. Giants versus Cowboys, my whole uh, shiny pants situation. I really like the uh, Cowboys uniforms, and I'd like to see them win. And yes, there's usually a lot more in-depth uh, thought process that goes into the picking of these teams, but it's week two, so there isn't really much uh, much to go on yet. So we'll see how they do. One second. No, Clint. No, I don't know where to score any arrows. I'm on the phone. Sorry about that. If you guys think that the Texas Correctional Facilities are rough, you've got to visit the raft. That's all I got to say about that. A Texas prison would be like being in the Hilton right now. I'd be quite the upgrade. Seahawks versus Bears. Uh, I like saying, duh, Bears. Although Seahawks have the better uniforms, but uh, I'm picking the Bears. Okay, okay, okay. I'm hurrying, I'm hurrying. Hang on, hang on. Hey, guys. Okay, so thank you for having me on for the Friends of the Show football picks uh, at totally glad that I used my only phone call on you guys. Don't make me regret this. Uh, anybody out there, listen to uh, the Exploding Earth podcast. Uh, hopefully, Brandon and Nick are found. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we continue the show. But yeah, check us out. I've, I'm going. Um, I've got to go. But uh, Exploding Earths, find us on anywhere that you listen to podcasts and uh, leave us a comment. Thanks. Bye. Thinking why, yeah, 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 ye